0: You are listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast, bite sized episodes from one coach to another to help you create and scale your business with simplicity. No hustle required. Hey, friends, welcome back to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. Online business life can feel pretty demanding nowadays. And if you're working with all kinds of mindset barriers, anxiety, and fear of what to do next, then this episode is a must listen. Robin Graham is here with us today, and she is passionate about serving others and helping high-achieving, anxious women find clarity around their purpose to build personal brands and strong foundations for long-term business success. She helps our clients overcome mindset barriers, create brand marketing strategies, navigate tech systems and processes, and take intentional action. You are going to love this episode, so sit back, relax, and enjoy. Robin, thank you so much for being on the Booker Dream Clients podcast. I'm so happy to have you on. Lindsay,
1: thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here with you. I love your spirit, your light, everything you're putting out into the world. So for me to get to have this conversation with you is extra special.
0: I love when you connect on social media and you just see someone almost every day just, you know, going through the feed or you like someone's post and then you finally get to talk to them like they're a real human being. That's always like a surreal moment, isn't it?
1: It sure is. And I think it brings everything full circle to, you know, when you sit and wonder, why am I doing this? Is anybody paying attention to me? And then you get to connect with someone live who's like-minded, has similar values, and it's just very rewarding.
0: It is because it can feel a little bit lonesome, you know, working from home and running a business. I totally get that. I think a lot of people who listen to this can feel like they're lacking connection. So. That's my word of encouragement to someone if you are if you have a podcast or if you have anything any kind of a content medium or, and you are you see somebody's name constantly on social media like Robin, I always see your name reach out to them and make friends with them because they're probably feeling the same way too so I'm glad we're friends online Robin and I'm excited to dive into this conversation because we have a lot of i drive i i bring in the introverts because they know that i I am the queen of the introverts. I love being at home. I love all things home homebody. I have, you know, signs in my house to talk about being home and coffee mugs t- that talk about being home. Everyone knows that. <laughs> and when we think about being on online and speaking online and videos and trainings and all the ways that we have to put ourselves out there, that can feel really overwhelming and almost like a big weight on your chest. So when you're starting your coaching business, And you know, you're supposed to do this. Like there's some kind of a sign, you know, you're supposed to do this, but how the heck are you supposed to get to where Robin is or where Lindsay is by accomplishing all of these things that put yourself in a place where it feels super uncomfortable. So we have a great guest to talk to us about that. Robin is also the author of a brand new book. We're going to talk about that too. Robin, why don't you just go ahead and introduce yourself and we'll just get this conversation started.
1: Okay, Lindsay, I'm happy to. So as Lindsay said, my name is Robin Graham, and I am the author of You Me and Anxiety, Take Action Over Anxiety to Enjoy Being You. I am also a business and mindset coach, host of the Robin Graham show. And that's just me in a nutshell. I'm mom to three. I'm a Christian woman. And I am really big into aligning my business and my life with my values to decrease the anxiety levels and Like Lindsay said, we are kindred spirits in the fact that we are both introverts, and there's nothing better than just being home with my family and hanging out.
0: Definitely. It's my number one choice. I think the past couple of years, I don't know if it's done um, me more damage, where it almost like cemented me at home, where I kind of just want to stay home forever. Even we'll (laughs) talk about let's school and maybe trips or something like that. I'm like, "Eh." I kind of just like to come home. I just like to be calm. <laughs> and my husband's like, oh my gosh, what happened? <laughs> well, I'm burning it, right? Security. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I said, well, you know what? We'll just have to warm up to it and, and get back out there. But speaking as an online business owner, that's a whole different world. It's, it's completely different than real life. I almost feel like if I, take a, if, if I take a day off from my business, that I have to approach it step back into this world because it's so different from your real life, in quotes. Because we are we are talking to all these people all the time, answering questions, and we are giving so much. And if you are the type of person who feels, you know, maybe I do have a lot more checks on the introvert list and anxiety has creeped up into my vocabulary as of lately, or maybe it's been a part of your life. How do you even... It, do you even have what it takes to have an online business? Do you work with people who have that difficulty, difficult decision to make? Like I have the calling to be a coach, but I have all these other things in my backpack. How do I even get started?
1: Oh gosh, you know, that's such a great question, Lindsay. And the the reality is that the very first thing you need to do is recognize those emotions. I have what I call my brag model, which is, You know, recognize those anxious thoughts, address them, and then get rid of them. Now, the last part is much harder than anything else, I think. But here's the thing. If you can catch those thoughts and then you can challenge them to say, is this realistic? Would Lindsay be thinking this way? Or would my best friend be thinking this way? Or would my spouse or partner be thinking this way? That, you know, could this be proven in a court of law? Is this even rational? And then when those thoughts are not rational, they're not realistic, then change them. The more often that you change those anxious, negative thoughts and address them, you're going to be able to have more control over your thoughts and you're going to have more confidence to be able to put yourself out into the world. It sounds simple, but it's not easy the reality is that we as human beings, our brain is so intricate and we, there's something called negativity bias. And I I am a total geek when it comes to the brain. This goes back to, I have a doctorate in pharmacy by degree, and I've transitioned into the entrepreneurial world from being a medical writer and consultant for pharmaceutical companies and marketing companies to, you know, transitioning into my, my business now. And Every phase of my business has involved some level of anxiety, and I think that it is only natural, but sometimes some of us, and I think introverts are almost more likely, because that's just how we're wired, to have those anxious thoughts. And those negative thoughts, are, our brain is two-thirds more likely to hold on to negative thoughts versus positive thoughts. Wow. Wow. So, if you are a person who has anxiety genetically or environmentally induced, or maybe it's just arisen because of the fact that you're starting something new. And so you're feeling those anxious feelings bubbling up inside of you. First, you have to realize that your brain is is related to everything from your ancestors. So, if there was any sense of lack of confidence, Money mindset challenges, any type of self-doubt, any of those type of negative experiences as you were growing up, those are already going to be engraved in your brain. It's like an imprint in your brain. So you have to recognize if any of these things are coming up for you before you're going to be able to address them and change them.
0: Environmentally induced anxiety, I think, is huge for uh, people who have an online presence. Especially for an introvert, I'm, and I'm not going to keep talking about introverts either because I think anxiety can fall for anybody. But for me, if we are we are in a we're in a world where it's so different than it was four years ago online. Four years ago, we could just post a, a photo or a graphic, and it would go. It would do a lot of work for us on social media. I remember those days. Those days were glorious. Oh, yeah. And now yeah. when we're we're thumbing through the feed, and if your phone isn't on mute, it's constant talking, chatter, loud mm-hmm. music, and it's so stimulating. And I have to have my phone on mute when I'm doing that because it drives me insane.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So we're in a world that's so stimulating and in your face. And it almost makes you feel that if I'm not doing what this person is doing, because it feel like She is in her office making all these reels all day long with all this music and these like so much, I feel like people put so much thought into these things. And I feel like I can't, there's, I don't even have interest in doing something like that. And then we worry, is that going to make me fall behind? Is that going to make me do this? So that comes into your, your first strategy is, is that, is that realistic? Do you even know that? So let's talk to the person who's feeling that way because I, I cannot be the only person who feels that way when I'm scrolling through social media.
1: No, and, and Lindsay, I think that, you know, when you, when you look at the actual definition of anxiety, it's an abnormal and overwhelming sense of apprehension and fear often marked by physical signs such as, you know, tension, sweating, stomach aches, headaches, racing pulse. And um, it's by doubt concerning the reality and nature of a threat and by self-doubt, about one's capacity to cope with it. So exactly what you just said is the definition of anxiety. Being curious as to whether or not you can even do this and if you're going to look okay. We get sucked into comparison when we're online. Comparison leads us to imposter syndrome. And you know the quote that comparison is the thief of joy. I think Mm -hmm. it was, was it Eleanor Roosevelt or somebody said that. But the reality is we don't have to do what everybody else is doing. I, I look at a lot of these, these songs that people are doing, you know, the trending songs for Reels, and they don't fit with my values. Mm-hmm. And I am not going to dance on social media. My children would be mortified. <laughs> so, you know, there's certain things that we have to look at to see, does this align with me as who I am as a person? You can go on and do a Reel or do a video And you can do it on your terms. And I think that's something that you have to realize up front, that you're going to do your business on your terms, aligning with your values, your visions, and your passions, your purpose, and what God's calling you to do. When we try to do what other people are doing for the sake of doing it, because it looks like it's working for them, we go into a place of malalignment, and that's when our anxiety increases. So. Just approaching social media and the online world, the online space in general, being true to who you are and what you are comfortable with is going to decrease those anxieties.
0: I love how that it almost, it almost it makes it feel like, okay, if I hold true to my values, it's going to help my anxiety levels. So I'm always going to continue on that circle. Does this align with who I am through through everything in life, right? Yeah, Growing up and, you know, parenting, all of those things, does that align with your values? If it doesn't, then you know to go the right way, whatever way that is for you. And if you don't, your anxiety levels will rise and then you're going to feel really off. So when I talk to a lot of clients and students who feel like there's something off in their business, and most oftentimes it's because they are doing something that they don't want to do. Why do we do things that we don't want to do online?
1: Oh, it's, it's, I think it's, there's, it's multifold, but I think fear is one driver. Comparison is the other. We think because somebody else is doing this and somebody else looks successful that we then need to follow suit. But it's really important when you think about what your personal brand is, and this applies to every business out there whether you are a new coach or a small business owner, you, your personal brand is what other people think, say, and feel about you. Your branding is your effort to differentiate yourself. What makes you unique? And your presentation online has to be unique to you. Because if you think about the fact that you have a purpose, you have a God-led calling, that is you know, somebody else Is out there in this world who has the need for your calling, for your purpose, the problem you're going to solve for them. So whether you are a fitness coach, whether you're a mindset coach or a business coach, you are someone that has had a journey that has led you to exactly where you are today. Every one of your experiences has helped to differentiate you. Not every coach out there is going to have the exact same experiences that you have had. And this is why mindset is so incredibly important, because if we don't look at ourselves as unique and embrace our uniqueness and our differences, our online audience is not going to understand why they should work with us, why we are the person that is designated to helping them. I, I think of it as like, you know, if you have a magnet in your chest and, and that's, your call, that's your colleague and someone else, has a magnet in their chest with a need and a problem that they need solved, and God's bringing you together.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. I love, that. and I know that
1: sounds kind of silly, but it's it really is that way. It, but if we aren't presenting ourselves as unique, and and that always comes back to you know all of those experiences that we've had, the journey we've had, that comes back to our values and. What has made us who we are, and what are we not willing to waver on, in order to stand true and firm in those values, so that we can really serve the people that we're meant to serve?
0: I always picture, like you know, our life as at the the bird's eye view, Mm -hmm. as a timeline laying on the ground, and this tiny little smidgen of time that we're in today. The thing that you're obsessing over and worrying over, something so silly like social media so minute is you can't even see it with a bird's eye view of your whole life like that does not define your life at all so we obsess about things that really mean absolutely nothing and we stress over things and that's hard on our brains it's hard on our bodies it's hard on everything the people around us we have to make those choices constantly of what are my values? So, if you don't know, whenever you approach your business, a strategy, or maybe a coach suggests something to you, or you see something online, if you don't have your values cemented in your brain and in your heart and on your website, and you can't, they don't match up, you just have to make the choice not to do it. And I think now more than ever, I think I've mentioned this on a podcast before. It's so important to have your values up front and center with everything that you do. People are looking for those, whatever they are. And I think that's so important with the words you speak online, on social media, on your website, even on your about page, if you don't have a section about your values, people are looking for that because they want to invest in somebody who they feel connected with on another level, not because they like what they see, but they want to like who you are. That comes down to you being confident in who you are. And that that's a whole other thing because entrepreneurship is a whole, a whole journey of self-discovery, bringing up all kinds of things that you didn't even know were a thing for you. And then now we have to be confident in what we do. Like, what the heck did I just sign up for, right?
1: <laughs> yes. And you know, the two thoughts that came up when you were talking, Lynn, and I can't remember who someone actually, suggested asking yourself this question and I cannot remember the person's name but it was is this going to matter in five years Mm -hmm. and if you think about that as you approach social media you are going to make sure that number one you're aligned with your values because that will matter in five years when you look back and you see oh gosh, I was so confused back then. So make sure that you have that clarity and clarity around your values first before you go into social media. But the second thing is, is if you mess up on a video, is anybody going to care in five years? No, absolutely not. And so give yourself that grace to you know, make mistakes. You don't have to fail your way forward, but every mistake you make is a learning experience. And I think that's really important when you approach entrepreneurship, because if you're afraid to make mistakes, you're going to stay stuck. You're mm-hmm. going to procrastinate and you're not going to move the needle forward on your business or your life for that matter. The other thing is wh- what you focus on is ultimately what you attract. So if you are focusing on things that aren't aligned with your values or trying to be someone that you're not, you're not going to attract the, the clients that you are meant to work with and that you want to work with that are going to fulfill you and that you're going to be able to truly serve. So, that's another important thing to consider as well. You know, our our thoughts and and I love this phrase because it's so like just simple that our thoughts create our results. When we look at how the brain works, you know, you have your belief system which incorporates your values. Then you have your thoughts, and your beliefs will influence your thoughts. So, if you don't have the belief that you're capable, that you are able, that you are you know, meant to do this, your thoughts are going to be more negative. But if you have negative thoughts, you're going to have negative emotions, negative feelings. You're going to feel overwhelmed. You're going to feel anxious. You're going to feel stressed. You're going to feel annoyed or unworthy. And those emotions are going to drive your actions or your behaviors. So, you know, when you, when you think about that cycle, you can't progress if you have no momentum and you're not motivated. So it's really important to do that thought work up front. And and that's, you know, when I talk about that that RAG model or the five C's of journaling method, it's really and truly catching those thoughts when they start coming in. And sometimes you just need to know what your triggers are. And when it comes to anxiety, some of those triggers, like I mentioned before, may be, you know, tension, sweating, racing pulse, um, a stomach ache. For me, anxiety always manifests in my gut. Always. And I'll have a stomach ache and I'll be thinking to myself, why does my stomach hurt? And I can link it back to some experience or something I have coming up, whatever the case may be. And so when that happens, you know, recognize those triggers. Maybe for you, it's irritability, which can lead to easily getting angry. It Mm -hmm. could be that you get headaches. It could be that you have sleepless nights or you can't fall asleep or you have trouble staying asleep, all of these things are signs and symptoms to start to recognize those triggers. And then you can, you can figure out, okay, what are my thoughts around whatever situation is coming up? Or maybe it was an an interaction you had with a client, or maybe it wasn't simply putting a video out there. And that's the difference between worry and anxiety is that, you know, if we have worried thoughts, we may be worried about putting that video up online. But if you have anxiety, you're going to You're going to be worried about putting that video up online, but then after it's done, it's going to be, what if people don't like it? Mm -hmm. What, What if I didn't make sense? What if I look silly? What if, oh, maybe I should take that down? And so you have all these what if thoughts, you know, that keep coming back after the fact, whereas with worry, you do something and then you're like, okay, I did it and you can move on. So that's why, you know, with anxiety, you really have to address those thoughts and catch them sooner than later so that you can have more control over them in the long term so that you can control those feelings and emotions so that then your action becomes more effective and intentional to drive your business to a good place versus staying in that negative energy that's not going to attract anyone.
0: Okay, so you're feeling irritable. That's like your sign of, okay, there's something in the air you're irritable and you're, you caught that and you feel like you're in that, that spiral of negativity, like there's something in your business that you're doing that, ooh, that bothers you. How do you get out of that spiral?
1: And that's where like using that journaling method really comes into play. So let's just say, let's say maybe you have um, anxious thoughts around selling because that's a tough one, mm-hmm. right? I think a lot of entrepreneurs really struggle with sales. So, you know, say you have a discovery call coming up. Something you can do is to prepare. You know that you're a little bit irritable because you have this coming up. You can feel that sense of anxiety coming up. Your your mind is racing with what ifs. And that's it's kind of like a Ferris wheel where all these negative what if thoughts keep coming into your brain nonstop. The Ferris wheel doesn't stop to let people off and new people on. It's not stopping. Your brain is not stopping to let those negative what-if thoughts go away and positive thoughts come in. So we have to do that. We have to actually take action and make our brain do that. So when you catch that that thought or that, that feeling of irritability and you recognize, okay, I'm anxious about something. It must be that I have this discovery called tomorrow afternoon. So catch those thoughts that you're having about those that sales call. Maybe you are thinking, I don't know how to sell. I'm terrible at sales. This person's not going to hire me anyway. This person's not going to pay my price. This person doesn't even have the money to invest in me. This person probably isn't even serious, and it's going to be a waste of my time to do this call. So you could have all these negative thoughts going through your mind. Write them down. And then challenge those, each one of those thoughts and convert them to something positive. So if you're thinking that this person isn't going to have the money to invest in me, change that thought to my, my ideal clients, my soulmate clients are resourceful. They always come up with the money to work with me. When you're thinking, I don't know how to sell, change that thought to I'm not selling, I'm serving. And if I don't have this conversation, I'm doing a disservice to the person that needs my help. So you start to change those thoughts before you even get into that scenario, that situation. When you do that, you're going to feel much better. I mean, when you look at the feel, how you feel when you say, oh, this person doesn't even have the money to hire me, versus, you know, that's going to give you negative thoughts or I'm sorry, negative emotions, negative feelings. You're going to feel annoyed that you even have to do the call, you're going to feel frustrated that you're not attracting the right people who do have the money to you, for you. You're going to feel maybe even unworthy, right, of of being in this business. But if you transfer that thought to something positive, like my clients are resourceful because they know how much I can help them, they're going to come up with the money no matter what, then you're going to feel hopeful, excited, Motivated, and you're going to want to jump on that call.
0: Does that think, answer your question? Yeah, I love that exercise because it's, it's, I can see me. I always argue with everything. I'm always like, devil's advocate. Okay. So I'm saying that that person is not going to work with me. And if I have to switch it to, they will because they're resourceful. Well, how do I know they're resourceful? And then, well, how do you know that they can't? So we just make up all these stories. So it's almost like giving yourself permission to write positive stories about your life instead of the negative because you don't know either way and right right the most of you know you don't know anything you don't know anything you don't have control over anything and the biggest piece of advice I always tell people is you you gotta just let let it go Mm -hmm. you have no idea what's going to happen in five minutes tomorrow nothing you have no control so why not just choose the positive road and I know that sounds like so cheesy sometimes but I honestly don't think I'd be able to keep my business running all these years if I didn't carry that with me at all times. And I know we're we're human beings and we have our faults and some days, you know what, are harder than others. But if you have that as a strong tool in your backpack, positivity, patience, and just, you know what, I'm here and I'm I'm here for the ride. That's like the best way to go through the through the business world. Do you agree?
1: I do agree. I think that sometimes it's really hard to have a positive outlook, but you have control over your thoughts so you can shift that. And I think that is the, that's what I want people to understand more than anything is that you actually do have, have control over your choices and how you think. And so it takes practice. This is not something that's going to change overnight. But something else that will help you with that and being positive, Lindsay, is gratitude. And, you know, if you're looking at this at a sales call and you're thinking these negative thoughts, as you start to flip those, also write that you're grateful for the opportunity to have that call. You're grateful for the opportunity to serve this person, whether they hire you or not. You're grateful to have this experience to sell without selling because you're serving. You're grateful to even have the 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 tech, the tech and the tools to have this call. You know, if you start looking at all the positives around a situation and have gratitude for them, your brain is naturally going to convert its way of thinking.
0: Yeah, it's just like breathing into it. And it's almost like you already experienced it. So when you actually go through the motions with that person or whatever you're feeling you know, anxious about, it's like, I already, already went through all this. Like I can do this. Yeah. It's not as big of a deal as I was thinking. And doing all this doesn't mean that it's going to go your way. No, that that it's not, it's not, there's nothing, there's no, okay. If you do all these things, then everything, you know, you'll, you'll manifest all this stuff. That's not how it works. No, not at all. You have to be there for whatever happens. Right. Right. And you have to go into it. And this is another mindset.
1: Trick is to know that, you know, one sales call is not going to make or break your business. If you don't get that person that day in that sales call, they may come back to you in six months. Mm -hmm. They may refer someone else to you because they had an impactful conversation with you. Maybe they weren't quite ready, but that doesn't mean you failed. It doesn't mean you weren't successful. And it doesn't mean that you're not worthy or able to get clients in the future. It just means that right now at this moment in time that person wasn't a good fit for you but they could come back to you 6 months or a year later or they could refer someone
0: else to you or it was some great practice that god gave you because yeah. you've been so worked up about it
1: yes exactly
0: and here's the key
1: when you're struggling with those that those negative thoughts and that anxiety over things like this evaluate it after the fact really look at okay Here's what went really well with this call. Here's what didn't go so well. Here's where I could have maybe coached them around their decision. Because if you're a coach, you should be ready to coach them around, you know, being resourceful and all these things during that sales call, right? Mm -hmm. So really evaluate your call and how, how did you perform and what was their reaction? What could you have done differently to change the outcome? Or, and even if you get the client, evaluate that call because that is how you're going to learn and always get better and train your brain to think positive versus negative.
0: Always, this is always gonna be something you're going to have to utilize. You're never gonna say, okay, I did that and now I'm done and everything will be smooth sailing. As you grow your business, you're always going to have to pull these out. You're going to run into um, hurdles and bumps and dark, dark days because sometimes it just can be hard. And I told a client the other day that whenever whenever it feels like, oh my gosh, when are we going to get some sunshine here? I feel like everything's just harder lately or whatever it feels like. Like something feels off in your business, right? I always I always kind of get excited about it because I know that there's something really awesome coming. And I just really look forward to that. And I was like, okay, here's my test time. I'm prepared. I can do this. I don't know if this is going to last an afternoon or a month or a quarter. I have no idea. But I can do this. I can I can go through the test because I have the tools. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. I'm going to align with my values. I'm going to stay true to who I am because I know there's something really good for me coming up. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, 100%. And I, I think that you know it, it, just like life business is is an ebb and flow we We don't know what's coming down mm-hmm. our our path, and at any point in time, God could direct us to change. you know He could redirect our purpose or redirect our who our ideal clients are or give us new skill sets that now we want to start focusing on so it it's important to to really look at. All of the experiences that you have, the, the slow times, sometimes for me, those slow times are the times when my creativity can really set in and I can use that for creating really impactful clients or I'm sorry, content that is going to attract the right clients, you know, a month mm-hmm. from now. So it's really important to take those those down times as blessings and not fret about, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, I have no clients. Where are they going to come from? And and because when you're focusing on all that, those negative thoughts of where are they? Why can't they find me? Who are they? And, and how am I ever going to get them to hire me? That's it's not going to happen mm-hmm. because you're so focused on that negative stuff. You have to change that to they're watching me. They're already watching me. Mm -hmm. And when the time is right, God's going to put them in my plate, in my path, and we're going to connect, and it's going to work out for
0: both of us. Mm -hmm. I think that's the best piece out of the whole episode. They're going to come when God thinks that you guys need to match up. And that's okay with me. I'd rather go with God's timing than mine anyway, because I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just going to let it all happen.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, his timing is perfect. And my timing, <laughs> if everything were based on my timing, I think
0: the whole world would be upside down. <laughs> I'd be really overwhelmed. <laughs> and, and you know, just to wrap it up, I when we talk with students or clients and about, you know, gosh, I didn't get any clients this past, you know, six months or whatever it is. Like they're feeling like they're going through a client drought. And they talk about, you know, they have so so much going on in their family and work. And I say, well. Would you, would you have had the capacity to take on all those clients that you wish you would have had? And they say, no, I wouldn't have I said, okay, good. Because you recognize that, you know what, sometimes we only get what we can handle at that time. And I believe that is so true. So if you're feeling like, why isn't anything happening? Just be okay with that. It's coming and you'll get it in in your own time. And it's easy to say to not worry about it, but I'd rather not worry about it because it's not going to get you anywhere anyway. 100%.
1: I totally agree. And you know, you just reminded me of something, Lindsay, when I was publishing my book in March. So I was so inundated with that. And from January to March 15th, and then for about a month after, I I was so focused on that book that I wasn't focused on attracting clients. I wasn't focused on creating content that was going to draw clients to me, coaching clients to me. I was focused on that book and the book was a successful launch but after that i needed time to recover and so it's just like you said when you have other things going on in your life that's that is that is time that you have to take to make sure that you stay mentally and physically healthy and god gives us those breaks he gives us that time so that we can focus on what the priority needs to be and then we can shift that priority after whatever scenario or experience is, is going on, we can shift back into the priority that that we're striving for. But be cautious of when those moments happen, that they're happening for you. It's okay. not that the world is going against you and not sending, you know, that God's not sending you clients because he doesn't want you to be a success. That's not what, what's happening. He's giving you the time you need for the things that are happening in your life.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, so good. And such an important reminder. Definitely save this episode in your back pocket for when you're feeling like, you know, okay, the crickets are chirping as pretty loud and what's going on here. And there's a reason for everything. So thank you so much for sharing all of your wisdom with us, Robin. Where can everyone find you online and how can they buy your book?
1: So if you go to the com, you can find absolutely everything about me there. You can access my podcast. You can access the book. Um, There are free resources on the website as well. Um, So just go to therobindickgram.com and forward slash resources, and you'll find everything. I am Robin with a Y, but I'm sure, Lindsay, you'll put that in the show notes so they can find me easily.
0: Yes, we will put all of Robin's links in the show notes. Be sure to follow her on social media. Let her know how much you love the episode. And thank you so much for spending time with us today, Robin. Thank you, Lindsay.
1: It was an honor. And yes, your listeners can reach out to me at any point in time. And also my email address is just Robin at the Robin Graham.com. So if they are struggling and have any questions, drop me an email. I love to share some positive energy and light with you.
0: Awesome. No one ever drops their email. So thank you for that.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Before you go, I want to invite you to join my free Facebook group for coaches. Simply type dreamclientcommunity.com in your browser, request access, and we'll happily let you in. We have amazing coaches in there just like you who are starting and scaling their business, and we would love to see you there.